views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Father way out! I just did it. Hey guys, welcome back. That's right, it's another week. That means a new episode here with the Geek Father. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here bringing more trials and tribulations of being the geeky parents that I know you guys are out there, that you're capable of being. So a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more coming your way. Which means... I'm so stoked on this. This week, guys, releasing just for you on Thanksgiving. So a special Thanksgiving episode with a special announcement. We've got, well, it's just me, but I've got my special friend here, Robin, co-hosting to help promote Winter Wipeout, a great program that you got through U of R, which say hi to the folks, by the way. I'm jumping into everything yeah, now. hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> so I... My dear friend Robin here that we've known each other for 20 plus years. Yeah, 25. Hung out, partied, everything. But you're a fourth grade teacher now. I am. How about that? That's awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. And we've always been proud of you for taking that route. Um, We've always praised the teachers here. I know a Geek Father and other groups. So oh, thank you. You, you jumped off the cliff into <laughs> that one. But the reason why, besides just... The the life that the lives we've lived, you know how we've taken our mm-hmm. separate roads, but we always come back. We're friends. Yep, we're always there. You've done something and some like a little extra special with your fourth grade class this year. I did. So I had this crazy idea, like two two like years we always ago. do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two years ago, and it was kind of brewing in my head. I'm like, you know, I want the kids to learn about writing using professional wrestling as a model. So I'm like. All right. So, first off, teaching kids using professional wrestling. Yes. That in itself could be an episode right there. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that we'll, just, we'll just stop now and we'll start part two. Yeah, yeah you should That's, come to the classroom. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah, we'd love so, to have you. Okay. I'll, and I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> That's so, okay. But uh, real quick, I, I know... Because I want to start the promoting for this as okay. well. You're about to explain the program. Because yes. we were talking about how you applied for this back over the summer. At last um, February. Oh, as early as February. Mm-hmm. I, or, well, we caught up about it, waiting the lovely six hours in line for a veil ticket. Yes, and I had just so, found out that I got funded. That's what it was. You just found out. So to start promoting this now, we're going to go way more depth on this great, great program that Robin has started. And you're doing this for the fourth grade class at Flat Rock Elementary in Powhatan County. Yes. And the kids named this, this wrestling match that they have put together essentially on their own, which is guidance from you and a couple Mm -hmm. other uh, volunteers. Experts in the field. Experts in the field. There we go. We have... And I'm going to say this multiple times now throughout the episode. It is called Winter Wipeout on December 7th. And it's at the school? It's at Powhatan High School. Powhatan High School. They can hold a little more. Bigger. Better, better yeah, okay. But guys, I'm stoked because Robin is able to join us here. She's going to tell us about this program that goes well above and beyond the standards of teaching. Which, I mean, props to all the teachers out there. But to really incorporate an extra program like this and what she went through... Phenomenal winter wipeout December 7th at Powhatan High School. 
And again, I know I started rambling because I'm stoked about this program. It's awesome. You want your kids to do it when they're fourth grade, right? Hell yes. I would love my kids to be part of something yeah, like this. It's... Even if you're not into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Even as a child, as a parent, you've done great things with this. Well, it's just storytelling, right? Like, yeah. We have stories everywhere. We watch them on YouTube. We watch cartoons. People go to the ballet, the opera. It's all stories. And wrestling's no difference. It's just kind of like this vaudeville performance. And I thought, well, I've... T- made connections with a lot of I've cracked a lot of tough nuts in teaching with wrestling hey, like, nuts you know, sorry like, <laughs> like hey you know come to my room Tuesday morning let's talk about Monday Night Raw and some of these kids that I had like no rapport with they would kind of come in and they'd seem you know like they didn't want to talk but then they'd get mm-hmm. in front of me and talk about wrestling and that's you know, cool. blew the lid off so that's where the okay. idea came from so should mm-hmm. I, when we keep talking here? Yeah, okay. please. I, w- I want everybody to know the program because, I mean, obviously you don't want to, you know, there are plenty of details that we don't need to cover, but mm-hmm. you you went through University of Richmond Partners for... Partners in the Arts, yeah. Partners in the Arts. Uh, for It was a grant and approval to run a program within your normal class. Well, it's kind of, and they, Partners in the Arts offers awards to incorporate arts into the classroom. And I wrote an abstract because I thought, well, who's going to even listen to this idea? Like, right. It's kind of out of the box. I don't know if anyone's going to take me seriously. So I'm like, they will. So I sent it to them and they read it. And then I guess they believed in it enough. They gave me an award for almost $10,000. Damn. Yeah. It was really generous. That's awesome. <laughs> so basically, okay. just the, I'll give the short version. It's an in-depth study of the writing process using professional wrestling, of course, to advance characters, to learn about plot, how to develop your own story. And we brought in experts in the field to show these kids how they can write these more creative stories and think about it much deeper. So you actually brought in some local, regional-type wrestlers. And there's even some professionals involved with, because the match on December 7th, Mm The kids it's themselves are not wrestling. Six matches. Six matches, but mm-hmm. you have actual wrestlers who have, per, you know, wrestled WWE to local events. They, you, it's kind of a broad spectrum on well, I think, actual people wrestling in these matches. I, I think they've wrestled people in WWE, <laughs> or whether or not they've been televised or not. Right, you like know, my okay, buddy Chris. Okay. I think um, one of the kids asked him, you know, well, what's your who have you wrestled that I've heard of? Right. And he's wrestled AJ Styles. So I'm like, the kids, that was there. Instantly, he was like, they're like, whoa. Right. He's a rock star. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, you know, and we, again, we were discussing because we want to make sure, you know, we're in mm-hmm. order. You More so because, again, I've heard bits and pieces over the months about this program, but mm-hmm. we actually get a deep dive into it a little bit with this episode. Mm-hmm. So, well, second part of the special episode the first lady to be on Geek <laughs> Father. It's it's always been us dudes, and so I'm proud that one of my oldest friends here is able to join me doing doing the stuff that I've been loving for the past yeah, few I'm years excited. as Thank well. You. No, absolutely. Thank you. And so back into it right. because I'm excited. Can I you know. tell? <laughs> I'm like all of a sudden I've been tired all day, but I'm hype now. I'm super super hype because this program. Like, unfortunately, you hear about some of the teachers that fall into the rut, but to really go outside of the box the way you did, and again, for, like, we talked about, like, how Luchador, you even showed them, or told them the history of, like, Luchador, their Mm -hmm. storytelling on the involvement with the characters, plots, um, Mm -hmm. resolutions, I'm trying to remember the key words for that proper English, you know. Yeah, exactly. Character, plot... Conflict, resolution, all the things when they're writing a narrative writing piece or they're writing a story, all those things that we have to teach That's them and awesome. they str- they struggle with it so hard. But 
where they can kind of see it, they get it. And who tells a story better than a professional wrestler? Like, you, you pe- people hang on their every word. Like, you buy into their stories, and the kids bought in. Because it, it all started six weeks ago. It's been a six-week project. <laughs> That's crazy. And I, because, again, I think that it goes back further from when we talked about it. But you, you know, again, had to do the extra work to get the mm-hmm. grant, to put the program together, your curriculum for it, everything. And then, yeah. And throw it into your normal school year as well mm-hmm. to get approval, not only for the grant, but the approval from your school that you work at. Yes. My administrators were awesome. They're like, we love this. This is a great idea. They're really, what's the right word? They like us taking risk because sure. it shows the kids to take risk too. And sometimes risks have great rewards. Sometimes you fail and that's okay. But that's it, part of it too. When I you mean, don't that's... fail, you don't get better. Yeah. So I'm really lucky where I work in that respect. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so I've been working on this two years in my head. And then I called on my friend Chris, who is kind of an expert in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Well, and, he's been a local wrestler. He's yeah. wrestled locally. He's gone outside mm-hmm. and done various ones from what I know of. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I kind of, we met a lot and talked about it. And his experience, we were able to develop this six-week project that fit into our curriculum that we already had. So we started with them learning about characters. In their art class, they developed their own character, and they made a mask. And they started thinking about... Oh, 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 so they actually made their own mask, like like actual luchador... Well... (laughs) Well, maybe not necessarily in the luchador style from the pictures, Mm -hmm. but they made their own character. It's their own persona, if you will, for wrestling. Yes, yes, exactly. That's cool. I kind of tossed around the idea of actually doing masks, but with... In the world we live in, school violence and things happening. I didn't right. think having a bunch of masked people in the school was a great idea. So we kind of went fair the enough. route. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, fair enough. We fair looked enough. at print art from Mexico. So they mimic that as their use that as their model, their guide, and they created these characters and they screen printed them or block printed on a poster and then they did a shirt. So, so they've made their own merchandise they at this have, point. They're, they're learning business yes. as well as writing. And they're going to be selling that's... concessions. They're learning math. Like... That's so cool. <laughs> oh, my. So, all right. So we've got an awesome program here. And, and again, the Winter Wipeout title is something that they created as well. They, they voted did. on it. They mm-hmm. made that own title. They have now created their own characters, their own merchandising. And there's they we took through through the whole process of writing with this character. They studied characters from the New Day. They looked at Charlotte Flair. They looked at um, the Million Dollar Man, who they hated because he's so mean. And we <laughs> the kinda... persona is mean, right, that, right. and that's one that I think. That, and a little side note, I think that's the hardest thing. Like because we watch wrestling here, and I've mm-hmm. talked about that with the boys, is to know that oh, they're a bad guy. We don't like the bad guys mm-hmm. sometimes, but I think it's good to where they learn that it's that is a character right. that is not how they live day to day. And that's and... kind of how we approached it. We're like, well, let's right. talk about words. This is a good chance to explore adjectives. And let's think of some really good ones. Look at that teacher coming out yeah, right there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> we're like, so let's come up with some adjectives. And they, they were great. Um, I think that's I posted cool. some videos. They're hilarious. The kids are so creative. When you just let them, because you never know where kids are going to see themselves. Some yeah. see themselves ring announcing. Some see themselves in the background doing the music. So I like to give them those opportunities to find themselves because Absolutely. that's where they feel most comfortable and that's when you get the most out of them because that's where they want to be. Yeah. Um, give them a nudge in the right direction, but let them sort of go which actual right. like pinpoint that direction as they go. Yes. Okay. Okay. So then we studied stories. 
and we looked at examples like Money in the Bank, I think it's 2011 with John Cena and CM Punk, and they saw their hero, John Cena, lose, and we kind of talked about stories don't always have the endings we want, and yeah, that's how it goes, and then we talked about, we looked at um, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, and I yes, think... Yes, both those matches are superb. I mean, again, we were, we were talking about that a little bit for, you know, I was getting more of an idea of what you were saying, and honestly, you you guys couldn't have chosen two of the better matches to really that was exemplify Chris. different stuff like that, which is great. Chris is really a genius with helping kind of shape these lessons. He he picked two great ones that the kids just picked up on, and they immediately got that Rey Mysterio was a smaller guy, and he had to have a strategy to wear right. down Eddie Guerrero. And I think I told you one of my students is like, yeah, that Eddie Murphy guy. <laughs> 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 yes, <That's, laughs> and we're like, wait, wait, who did you say, Eddie Murphy? <laughs> that that just makes me think of a design idea for um, Big Boot Leg Drop. The guys that make the shirts with mm-hmm. the pop culture wrestling stuff, mm-hmm. like Eddie Murphy, Eddie Guerrero. That that could be a good mix there as well. So, and I took sorry, it, someone was videotaping. You know, had the, my phone video and. In- the reaction on our face is priceless because we're like, whoa, this kid just said Eddie Murphy? How does this nine-year-old know who Eddie Murphy is? Well, that's that's another point. What has he been watching that Eddie Murphy is relevant? Yeah. I mean, I love Eddie Murphy, like the early comedian days and a bunch of his movies, and he's trying to make a comeback, which is totally mm. cool, but I'm just like, for, for a certain age, you don't know who Eddie Murphy is, and for him to drop, name drop him like that, I, I'll take it. Yes. I'll take it. And you know, it was just amazing because they were so engaged and they wanted to be there usually when you're a teacher you're kind of looking around you're kind of surveying everyone like all right i need to change Mm -hmm. what i'm doing here but they were hanging on everyone's every word and i know i showed you they were watching a promo with jake the snake yeah he was getting ready to wrestle a million dollar man at wrestlemania six and bringing out the history on this too that's awesome (laughs) and they were watching it you know they've already been introduced to ted DiBiase, and they're like oh no so they watch it and they're just hanging on the edge of their seat. And who would think that right now they're watching this video of Jake the Snake and they're just like hanging on his every word and they're they just were... like putting the story together. Like, I'm like, so what's the setting? And they were paying attention to every detail. Like, well, we saw in the, the ring it said WrestleMania. So that's the setting. That's where they are. And I'm like, wow, you just were totally they, watching yeah, it. Yeah, they were so. The video you showed me of that, they, they were so engrossed in you. It's sad to say, no matter how great the teacher can be, no matter what the class is, to for your students to be 100% totally engrossed with what they are currently working on is amazing. It's been really, there's moments where I go home and tell James, who is, um, you know, my, my husband, who's just like wildly supportive of my crazy ideas. Like he listens to me talk about this nonstop. And sometimes I'm sure he's like, oh my gosh, we're talking yeah. about this again. But he loves wrestling and he's just... Have you talked to my wife about when I started talking about podcasting? I mean, I know, you know, it's... Why isn't she in here? Like, she needs to... Oh, she has done two episodes for GUI <laughs> and those were only because they were Kevin Smith episodes. It's oh, the yeah. only reason yeah. why she did those. So I've offered. Yeah. I have offered. Because she's a wrestling fan as well, isn't Absolutely. she? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, More so than me, actually, to tell the honest truth. That's awesome. Her and I have to talk about it. Oh, by all (laughs) means, have at it. So, okay. So they've looked at all these examples of storytelling. They've looked at all these characters. They have been through the writing process with all these, with Chris and these other visitors coming in. They've written rough drafts. They're amazing. They're really creative. Um, And there's this one student who has a wrestler named Clown Baby. 
and Clown Baby, <laughs> for some reason, has, like, <laughs> taken over the wrestling world. All the people that are coming are like, why, why give do me I, Clown Baby. <laughs> why, do, why do I picture Kevin Hart with, like, clown makeup similar to John Wayne Gacy <laughs> in a wrestling ring? Well, because that's pretty accurate. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. So we have Kevin Hart basically as John Wayne Gacy as a wrestler. That's how horror movies Wait, start. Hold on. <laughs> oh, the, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at a picture right now, guys. The coloring. It, it looks like there's a little bit of Asuka in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A touch of Asuka, John Wayne Gacy, and Kevin Hart size wrestler is what I'm picturing at this point. So just use that with your imagination, guys. But so Honestly. she's become like everyone's favorite, right? There's a lot. That's I mean, awesome. the kids have had brilliant names. They're so creative. Like we have a band of demons. We have chaos demon, lightning demon, like all these demons. So we have like wow. a, a faction. A faction, man. We like we have the demon faction. <laughs> that is so awesome. And, and that's all I've been able to say this whole episode is just how awesome this is. Oh, Jeez. But listen, clown baby. You know, everyone's like. Oh, give me Clown Baby in the ring. I want Clown Baby. So I'm like, well, Clown Baby's going to do something in the, at the show, right? It went her wife out. Well, okay, I, so spoilers on that then. Well, because... I, well, it's not spoilers. I just feel like she needs to be lurking somewhere. So, but so this will, but this will be the only student involved with the actual match in the ring. Yes, the students are running everything else. They're the managers. They're ring announcing. They're ringing the bell. They're the timekeepers. They're running the music, running concessions. They're literally running the entire show. That is so But cool. I think Clown Baby just, I don't know. I think that... Hey, the you, people, get, you the, get the vibe. The people need to see Clown Baby. The masses Jeez. need to see it. <laughs> that is awesome. So, But I'm sure that the child won't actually be wrestling. Oh, no, because that, that would be a whole another <laughs> slew of stuff. Well, come to find out, Clown Baby is a black belt. Oh, well, so, dang. So what I thought, I was like, okay. I was like, of course you are. <laughs> Clown Baby well, is just duh. amazing. <laughs> That's... So if the WWE is actually out there listening, which, why wouldn't they be listening to my podcast? I don't know. Apparently you have your whole next generation crew here of working. Oh, we've working. got fans. <laughs> we got fans and writers and future wrestlers. That's so cool. And tomorrow's our big day. Tomorrow, oh? tomorrow, the whole day. Oh my gosh, look at your precious son. Yep. <laughs> right, so talk about a wrestling persona. There, There's Diaper Dan. <laughs> Just a diaper. I know. We've got Leland here trying to attack the, the recording. That's so, okay. That's right. You can watch on. All right. Hey! <laughs> so tomorrow's like a yeah. super big day. Okay. They have a full day. It's kind of like a stay-at-school field trip. We have... <laughs> he really wants our attention. So I mean, I can't blame him. He's cute. He deserves attention. Yeah, true. So anyway, yeah, sorry. Leland was apparently <laughs> wanting to get in on that conversation. We had to take a quick little break there to... Make sure what was going on. And he's coming back, too. <laughs> so he's ready to go now. Oh, now he, he's he got a weapon. All right. So I think we finally... Leland was going buck wild. Yeah, he had but, a little axe gimmick. Axe gimmick. <laughs> so, so if it wasn't a diaper, it could have been a loincloth then with an axe. And he could have... I don't know. Jason Momoa style. <laughs> I don't know. Jason uh, Mimosa. Whatever his name <laughs> is. You know, that guy. Sorry. Muscles. I had to... Muscle. Jason Muscle. <laughs> Look, sexy Aquaman. You know, uh, that, that's the name of the episode, Sexy Aquaman. I didn't like Aquaman. that movie very much, by the way. It was, in, yeah. it was all right. Okay. But so, off the rails there. Yeah, so what we're talking about tomorrow. Tomorrow, so, big day. Yes. Big day for the kids. They have this stay at school, like, field trip. And they have uh, my friend Chris coming back. He does a weekly lesson with them. He's coming back tomorrow. Yeah. And Timmy Danger. Yes. He's from Richmond as well. Yep. He's coming in. And they're kind of going through workshops. 
They're going to talk about promos and music and how those help tell a story in the oh, morning. Cool. Because, you know, they have to learn how to do all their jobs. Right. So the, in, the second half of the day, they're going to be broken up into groups by their job, like all my ring announcers. All of my timekeepers and so they're getting into the nitty gritty. Like it's yes. coming down to it's like coming down to game day now. It is. They're gonna watch examples from the professional wrestling world. This, this right. is what the bell, the guy that rings the bell does. What the timekeeper does. Let's watch Mean Gene. Let's watch Renee Young. Let's watch them interview. These yes. are good questions to ask. Um, Ooh, our, mean Gene. I know. Right? Oh, Mean God Gene. Rest the dead. Yes. <laughs> like, Woo. All so right, they're gonna P, be, brother. Yes, they're gonna be watching all of this, and then. Comes their turn. We're going to assign them their match. All right, ring announcer Bobby and Sarah, here's your match one. Right. Here's your wrestlers. Here's their bios. Oh, You've man. seen how to do this. No, I'm assuming there's going to be a couple of run-throughs oh, before yeah. the actual match and everything. Oh, yeah. To, like, you know, see how things lay out. Mm-hmm. And, but this is where the rubber know, hits the road a little bit. That's <laughs> that is so cool. Jeez, I... Now... <sighs> Just the fact that this is fourth grade. This is not middle school. It's not even high school. Mm-hmm. It does take place at Powhatan High School December 7th, Winter Wipeout. I hope I've been still saying that. I yeah. Think, I, think, I think I've been saying that title correctly. Words, you know, they, I get confused. Winter Wipeout on December 7th. And then the fact that this is fourth graders, which is, so they're all around nine years old or mm-hmm. so. Not teenagers stuff, but they're so in tune with what's happening, but they're learning. Oh my gosh, yes. All they want to do is read and write. And we gave them all sketchbooks and it's kind of like their toolbox. However you want to collect information. Maybe you want to draw sketch notes. Maybe you want to write words. Whatever works for you. And they've uh, been collecting all this information. They're ready. They're that perfect age where they're not scared necessarily to embarrass themselves. They still, they don't have that fear of being embarrassed around their peers. But they're just old enough that they're kind of figuring themselves out also. Yeah. Well, and and unfortunately, the way the world has kind of progressed as well, unfortunately, at a younger age, things need to be prepped a little bit earlier. I mean, when we were around nine years old or Mm -hmm. fourth, fifth grade and stuff, I couldn't even think of trying to put together a wrestling match (laughs) and like going, clown baby, here in the corner weighing 95 pounds soaking wet and blah, blah, blah. I... I wouldn't know what the hell I was doing I with know, that right? back then. It's amazing. That, that's cool. And, well, and that also shows what a great generation of teachers we have out there as well. There's a, I, I do. I work with a, amazing teachers who yeah. really, when I told them about what I was doing, I've been very fortunate. This is the second grant I've had from Partners in the Arts. Oh, okay. Nice. So the first yeah. one was a storytelling grant as well, kind of through architecture. And okay. We okay. had Peter Cully who designed the... VMFA expansion, come and work with the kids. Ooh. But anyway, so I've, I've been really fortunate nice. that they've kind of got behind my ideas and well, helped hey. me out. <laughs> like, hey. So um, my teachers that were, I work with, they're amazing. But I have a great, I have a funny story for you. Oh, lay it on me. All right, lay it so on me. So we're like, any kind of story is not discounted. I have kids that, and all their work's going to be on display on the 7th as well. Their stories, their prints of their masks. Some of them have decided they're really great animators. And when I mean really great, like, they're really, really good. That's So they've awesome. been writing these storyboards. And I said, okay. I said, well, what's your, your character, your wrestler's name? And the kid just looks at me deadpan and goes, Chris. So in, like, a world full of, like, chaos, wow. chaos demon and clown baby. And we had um, Inferno and Pyro and all these crazy names. He's just Chris. And I said, well, describe Chris for me. He goes, yeah. He's average, not too strong, pretty nice guy. (laughs) 
so like he's just totally so, average. So, see, he he's going to be the underdog where he won't yeah. necessarily win every match, but he'll he'll get that belt yes. occasionally. And okay, I, just, I, I dig I, it. I started laughing so hard he just described himself as eh, he's average. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, he's just average. <laughs> no last name. He's just Chris. Just Chris. <laughs> just Chris. It's so good. Then we that, have another one is... called Little Demon Bargain. Little Demon Bargain? <laughs> Who's a bad surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, that was probably really loud in the mic, and I'm sorry, but I just couldn't help myself. so good. <laughs> There's room for everyone at the table, right? There, there is. There is. <laughs> You, you don't know if it's a bad thing for the public until you put it out there. Little so I mean, bargain, man. I, like, hey, WWE and some of the other like groups have had way worse than that. <laughs> there, there's been way worse characters out there in the wrestling surgeon, world. He's a surgeon, and everywhere he goes, he gets fired because he's so terrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, not only sit there and say that he's a bad doctor, but a bad surgeon. <laughs> Like, isn't surgeons like a step above your average general practice I mean, doctor? Yeah, like, I would think. They're like, so it's like cutting you open. What? That's that. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> I I want more of Chris and Little Demon Bargain and Little Demon Bargain, <laughs> the bad surgeon. I really want this story to pan out. I I I expect an update before the end of the year oh, before your yes. kids move on in June. It's just, it's so, it's so funny because they're so into it and they're so proud of it. And they're like, let me tell you about Little Demon Bargain. I'm like, well, tell me all about him. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do today? <laughs> now, all right, so on a side note, because of the, obviously with being totally, the kids being engrossed with this, mm -hmm. obviously it's a project, the way you're behind this project is mm -hmm. wonderful, to say the least. Has this taken away from your day-to-day -day no. curriculum? No, because I really looked at, we have like a pacing guide, like when we're supposed to hit certain things. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about narrative writing and the writing process. So it just takes place during our, we have a writing block every day. Mm-hmm. It just takes place during our writing block. Okay. And it's the, what we're supposed to be doing anyway. So gotcha. if, we're, if we're talking about narrative writing and this writing process, well, let's try it this way. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't know because obviously this is a little bit more in depth than just like, hey, write me a story mm -hmm. or write a story using this or that. This is a, no, we need background. We need, mm -hmm. you know, we need in-depth detail because, I mean, with re that's what sells the wrestling these days. You've got to have more than just yes. a character and a little bit of a persona. You've got to have the full, you, know, you almost have yeah. full history of most of these characters mm -hmm. at this point. So that's, yeah, that's what they've got to dive a little bit deeper than the normal. Yeah. Hey, I, I wrote a paragraph. Whoop dee. Well, it really made teaching the writing process a lot easier, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, they okay. had all these great examples. Like, okay, yeah, they true. We're talking about characters and how to describe a character when you write and use all these great adjectives. Well, they came up with a whole word bank of all these adjectives based on all these characters we introduced, and it was just natural. Like, usually when they write them, like, they use good, bad, mad, you know, all these, like, oh, yeah. kind of boring. I'm like, oh, that's so boring. Don't write that. Right. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, okay. But they just got this. They're like, yeah, he's sinister. Someone was, they were looking at Charlotte Flair and like, look at that smug smile on her face. I'm like, see, that's what I'm done talking about. Done. That is the type of word you should be using. Yes. That, see, and, and again, like, I'm, I'm thinking like, w when I was... 90 years old, not to say that, you know, that children are cannot be creative to that extent at that age, regardless of what's going on, but just how the times have changed on, mm -hmm. 
really we we've got to use different methods because oh, I, again yeah. I'm remembering some of my school time where mm-hmm. it was like I, very traditional teachers of you learn it that's the way it is in the book that's the way you will mm-hmm. learn it and blah, blah blah and there was no outside of the box mm-hmm. no creativity with even what's supposed to be creative. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing there for us at times. You know, now granted, some of the other teachers were able to do some stuff. But fortunately, there are programs now, like the, right. the Partner in the Arts. And there, there's a lot more programs available these days Isn't than there used why? to be. I just talked over you. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. Isn't that why we turned to, like, punk rock? Basically. Yeah. And and again, that that's where I throw out there. There are so many great teachers. And, you know, again, what I always harp on with the community of... Uh, you know, it takes a village and everything is, we may not, well, some of us don't, I mean, I've got the tattoos and whatever, mm-hmm. but there are some people I remember from the scene, like you look at them now, you would not realize that they were there with a mohawk, you know, ripped no. up jeans, plaid, spikes yep. everywhere. Yep. But that mentality, the whole purpose behind being into the punk rock scene is still there. And it's great to see that it's being passed on to the next generation in such mm-hmm. a positive manner. Oh, for sure. That's wonderful stuff happening. And they live in a different world than we did. Like, Absolutely. They have, I have people, they ask me, not necessarily parents, but just people in general, like, well, kids just want to be YouTubers. So, <laughs> like, that's a viable career. Like, let them. That's that's what they've got now. Now, how let sustainable them. will be in 10 years? Right. But, I mean, technically, you can look at that for a lot of things now, right. too. Well, but... let's give them the skills, then. Like, my kids make videos all the time. They, yeah. Hey, you want to write? A, you want to tell me the parts of the story? Record yourself. Tell me what I'll, what they are. Then I'll watch it. There you like, go. Let them write, let them make a video. Like let them learn those tools. If we had the yeah. access to let them use it, they should be using it. Absolutely. Whether it's for fun or for what it is. Like again, the the reason why I do this podcast. It's obviously for fun. I can't see myself for this turning into a career. There's a lot more into it, especially with mm-hmm. where we are in family wise. But even if I'm still recording and there's one person listening, I'll still do it. Even if there's nobody listening, I'll probably still be doing this and you can just unplug everything and I'll still do it. You know, I'll, I'll talk <laughs> into a dead mic. And But as far as I know, that episode is there and it's out there in the world for it. Who, whoever wants to hear it, hear it. That creati- creativity should not be stifled. No, and I just hope they take that with them. I know they're only nine, but I hope that they do look back and be like, you know. Absolutely. We got to do something really cool and... It wasn't just cool. We got to just be ourselves. And I let them pick their jobs. Like, I gave them a list of all the jobs. I said, right. let me know your top. And yeah. we had there to... There had neg- to be some dex- designation, to, I we mean... We had to negotiate because there's, you know, 100 kids and only six matches. So, we had to... <sighs> yeah. But we worked it out. So, well, I, w- I was about to say, not everybody probably didn't get their top job, but I would imagine, like, seeing the reaction from mm-hmm. this class and everything that they're they're not mad about it. No, no. But they 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 just may be like, well, I kind of want to do that, but sure, I'll I'll be timekeeper. Right. That's sweet. Yeah. I, I can only have how many so many want to be ring announcers, which really shocked me. I oh think, yeah. I didn't think we would have any that really wow. wanted to do it. Not I shouldn't say not any, but that's that's a lot. I mean, let's say they asked how many people can sit in the gym. So I told him our gym holds 2500 people. Yeah. What if it's full? Like, what are you going to do? If this show sells out, what, you know... And it went out tonight by um, all of the principals in our district emailed it to all the parents, like the poster, so there could be a huge reception to it. Well, and if, yeah, and if you imagine on average, for each student, we'll say at least one parent, possibly a sibling, Mm -hmm. a good chance for even both parents, since Mm -hmm. it's a Saturday. Right. And as long as, you know, the parents are working normie jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, the Monday through Friday stuff... That could go real fast. Yeah, and that's why I was worried, because I was really honest with him. Like, look, let's just pretend it's full, that the gym is no nowhere for anyone else to sit. It's packed. 
Yeah. I said, are you going to be okay with that? I believe in you. Yeah. I'll help you. And not, you're not not, gonna... now to be honest, when it comes to game time, there could be a little bit right. of a... And we do have a... Come ring, on. We have a ring announcer. <laughs> oh, as uh, a... Like, uh, yeah. That, like uh, a backup or support? Support, yeah. Awesome. Okay. And again, that's the name of this episode. It's just going to be awesome because that's <laughs> really the only word I've been able to just put out there. But look, they this is... they did everything. Like, um, I can't even believe it. And they all wanted to be ring announcers. And I'm like, whoa, they're a lot braver than I was anticipating. Yeah. So then I had to kind of create a new job. And some of them are like managers. Which for the wrestlers. But even still, that, that, that works though because they're still out there. Right. They're still participating, honestly. And if if that was kind of thrown my way, at least my mentality now, mm-hmm. I can't speak for back then because I probably would have been like, "What the hell are you talking about?" For me to sit there and go, "Well, I want to be a ring announcer, but, oh, but I'm going to be a manager where I'm actually involved with the wrestlers and I'm still talking mm-hmm. to the people." Sign me up. Yeah, you know, we talked yes. about it. I pulled all the kids aside that were kind of they're like, "Oh, so we're like escorting wrestlers." I'm like, "Well, that's a way to think about it." Yeah. And I said, "And look, and I'm gonna." I showed them pictures of the wrestlers. I'm like, "Who are you drawn to?" Who do you like? Just looking at him. Who tells the best yeah. story? And they were like, well, I like him. I like her. Okay. That's your match. <laughs> like That works out perfectly. They had... It was all their voice and kind of choice throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Because that's... If it was going to be authentic, they had to have... It had to be their voice. No, and... That's why I let them name it. <laughs> like, there you go. There I you go. I could come up with a million names and they wouldn't have been as good. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and I think that's really what sets this project away from... Again, not to say that... You know, there, there are great projects out there. I'm just thinking of the stuff that I've done and even the stuff that Logan has done just in kindergarten mm-hmm. that I know is just like, obviously the kids have no say-so in how it's set up or what's done with it, but it still works for them. The fact that they they have about, with just this project alone, about, I would say, 95% control. You know, the lessons are designed. Right. Um, well, and I'm thinking like more so like just with the program, like, you know, the, obviously because that's, that's why like I said there's the still, show? oh yeah, 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 that's, there still has to be the direction from you, yeah, the we teacher laid the, and the groundwork right, with all of our right. lessons and set the parameters and they've kind of taken it from there and that's so great guiding the show. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and again, that's, I mean, that's. And there may be some hiccups, but... But that's part of that's the life. learning process. That's right. Yes. <laughs> see, and, and see, I, I wish that... I mean, that that's one of the biggest ones that I wish was instilled on me a little bit is that you could preach all day that, hey, you're going to make mistakes, but for you to actually go out there and even stumble just the slightest bit, you know, mm-hmm. get a little tongue-tied on a word for one of the announcers, but they, if they keep it going, mm-hmm. that's... It's wonderful stuff. And all their mentors wonderful. will be there. Yeah, I was about to say, all the support... Yeah. You basically have a support crew at this point mm-hmm. for what's happening with the match and but everything. They have an army behind them. They have all of us, our, their teachers, their family, honestly, the community. And they have Good. a locker room full of, you know, wrestlers yeah, that but, believe in what we're doing and are there for them. Absolutely. But, well, I mean, because... And, and a little side note, just because of, of some old school wrestlers that I've been fortunate enough to meet... To where back then, I mean, it, it wasn't encouraged at all to be a professional wrestler for mm-hmm. a long time. I mean, if you were within a certain group or like there are multi-generational families of wrestlers, right. sure. You know, it's going to the family business, so to say. But for someone to just all of a sudden go, I want to become a professional wrestler. That's what I'm going to mm-hmm. do for a living. No one encouraged that 20, 30 <laughs> years ago or even more recent than that. That's, you know, but it's there now. I mean, WWE's done their thing. 
And, you know, I, I'm hit or miss on some things, to be honest. But, I mean, it's still great wrestling. There's still some great characters. The old school guys still come back. But then now with AEW, Which All Elite so good, Wrestling. Right? Oh, All Elite <laughs> is so awesome. But but it's nice to but to even start seeing the real-life drama with it now mm-hmm. of... WWE doesn't monopolize everything, you know, on a, on yeah. the mainstream scale of wrestling. There's other stuff happening, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. I don't know that they're, like, a viable threat just yet, because that's going to take years. But there's something well, else there and something else I can watch now, and I, I... I... Let me tell you this. For AEW, there is definitely a spark there that I remember seeing even in just, like, the 80s. You know, like, go back to, like, WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. You know, for what was then WWF, like it's a, there the the more rawness. I'll say rawness because we don't want to mix up Monday Night Raw, but uh, the rawness of the wrestlers, the storytelling, but with a slightly better budget is really what it is. Yeah, but it, it's great. That's the stuff that I like, and I think that's what a lot of people have been looking for. And so, again, that's one of my that'll be my old main tangent is just reminiscing on the hit on the history of wrestling there for a minute but what you have done with this program the way you've gotten it the way you've taken the steps out here is breathtaking it's it's hey, wonderful thanks. and i'm 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 glad we've been able to catch up over the time to like like i've, I've heard this in like i said in various steps mm-hmm. but never really got the full in depth of how far especially that the kids have been able to it's take this it's been an intricate detailed process and sometimes i'm sure I even couldn't even find the words to tell people what I was doing. How do you even explain that? Like yeah. it's been so deep. Like, yeah, they were digging yeah. so deep. Like, and like, how do you even like tell someone? They look at you and like, huh? <laughs> You're well, doing and what? It, well, and that's the that's the thing is is that you hope someone understands it, but because this to me, this program reaches on so many different levels, mm-hmm. educational, emotional, like oh yeah, having the kids step up to where a normal nine year old, you know. Any other program, they may not have done that, but they're so in-depth with this one. Mm-hmm. They're taking those steps, which can be very encouraging for later in life, which is... And there's really something to be said for some of our young men in fourth grade who have a male role model that comes in. Yeah. That's really proud of you every week and to see what you're doing and encouraging you. Oh, well, tell me about what you did. I'm really proud of you. That looks great. Like that That's has meant, cool. That's meant the world to them. And some of those young men, they just need... Yeah, absolutely. Well, and... I'm hoping also that there's a nice balance of the female and male wrestling, the characters, and which I would assume with especially you teaching the class, there's definitely going to be. This was kind of my caveat, and you know, Chris of course felt the same way. He said to me that you know there's a seat for everyone at the table in wrestling. Everyone has a seat at the table, and I told him that my biggest thing that I wanted at the show, at throughout the project, is for every single one of my students to be able to see themselves in someone. To see someone that look like, to see someone that talk like them, to see, yeah, to see themselves. So all of my students are represented in the match and all the matches. Um, we have a six woman tag team match with oh. all types of women of all sizes that and is, people of color. Is everyone so is represented. I mean, it, it is that's rocking. It man. is truly amazing, I, and that was so important to me that everyone could see themselves. Because some of these that's, kids that's great. where we live in Powhatan, they don't get to see one that looks like them all day. Yeah. Well, we're going to now. <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, and, and like you grew up in Powhatan. Mm-hmm. We've had other friends that have grown up in Powhatan. And it really, that just shows the craziness of how even just being in a, in a slightly different like county, like based on distance where you are mm-hmm. to certain things, it's a completely different world. Yes. And for a lot of these kids to, that are introduced and they're, 
they're introduced to this, seeing the equality that everybody can hold for regardless of having the different job or what they're mm-hmm. doing, the different characters. It, it's all like no one is above each other, and right. but they're all working together. Well, and I'm being very cliche, but I mean that's really what's happening. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's one of the best things about it. Yeah, and it was really important that I start out in my abstract that I wrote to even try to get funding, it was important for me to talk about Mexican wrestling like, oh, and what a cultural impact it had. Yes, yeah. And how they well, were... And, and I saw there were a lot of Spanish names that they apparently that they took as well. Yes, my Spanish-speaking students kind of took the lead, and they were the teachers. Even well, better. Well, we're fluent in Spanish, and people, all the kids were like, oh, I can I talk to you? Can you help me? I really want your help. And wanted to hear what they had to say. And like, well, I might call this character, you know, El Lobo. That means the wolf. And... Like, there was just this... That's so cool. I let them take the lead on that. I yeah. don't speak Spanish. They do. They should be teaching that, not me. Right? So I let the kids teach it, or take over. And that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's been amazing. No, really and, well, and like you were saying, like, Luchador really does, like, I mean, that's where, at least it, in modern times, we're wrestling, even for, in the U.S., where it's mm-hmm. all of it has come from... Like, I remember when you first... That, that Luchador is really what you touched on first when you first started yeah. explaining it to me. The, it was storytelling, using mm-hmm. the characters. I, I mean, mean... Yeah, they told and, powerful stories. Yeah. Like, they told political stories. Community history was, like, told in the ring. And, like... Yeah. That's powerful. Jeez, that's... that's I know, it gives me goosebumps. I, I know, it's awesome. <laughs> it's just totally... I, I mean, I'm Valley Girl on this shit. It's totally awesome, dude. <laughs> Totally awesome. Drink I mean, but frozen Coke. Drink your frozen mm-hmm. Coke. Sip. Okay. All right. But th- this whole program has been great. And I, I know you gave me, you know, when you first started telling me the history, it was great. But now that we're, we're down to almost zero hour yeah. on when this is coming about. <laughs> we're close. You're finishing up. And these students, I mean, first off, good luck for trying to top this, you know, for the rest of the year for <laughs> part of your curriculum. <laughs> you know, good luck hard. on that. Yeah, that's going to be very difficult. But... For what you have done above and beyond is great for, I mean, for being a great friend and seeing the way you've taken strides into what you've done with oh, your career. You. It's awesome. These kids are obviously very great. You have a great rapport with them. I'm excited for this show. Yeah, I am good. so excited. So excited. So what I'm going to do, guys out there, um, unfortunately, there's no like special website or anything for it because it is just there's a Facebook event. There is a Facebook mm-hmm. event. So, guys, check out Facebook Winter Wipeout on December 7th, Powhatan High School. It's free. And it's a free show. Why not head there before you go out and have, you know, do whatever Saturday evening? Because mm-hmm. it is a Saturday. So, it is, again, it's the right. weekend. Unless, unfortunately, for some friends, we do still have work weekend hours and stuff. But if you can make the show, please do go out. Buy some merch. Buy some of the concessions, the snacks, and anything. Support these kids just the way you would support any other group. It's local. It's I. I mean, it's what. What else can I say other than it's local and it's DIY? That, that I mean, is the, the complete <laughs> pro- punk rock mentality of what we are passing on to this next generation. The community involved because you've had great backing, mm-hmm. not only with your grant from U of R and Partners in the Arts. But your school, your friends, the other teachers, the parents. The parents mm-hmm. Oh, I can only imagine how like some of the parents were like, "Oh yes." Well, I was nervous <laughs> about that, but it was yeah. They were really receptive. Right. No, totally understandable. But uh, guys, again, Powhatan High School, December seventh, Winter Wipeout, a great wrestling match put on by these great students here. Robin Hagee, 
Thank you very much hey, for being for here. Thanks for having me, first lady on here. First lady on the Geek Father, a great friend of mine. We've known each other for years, and to see the way she's doing things now is awesome. So it just shows you on what we've been able to do here, guys. So I know there's been a lot of ramblings, and I, I'm just so excited that I'm just sort of going on my old man tangents a little bit here. But guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here for this week. When this episode, when you are hearing this episode, it will be Thanksgiving Day. So everyone, enjoy your holiday be with friends, be with family, be with someone you care about. Have a great holiday. Hopefully you're just eating what you want to eat. Have a great time. You know, what What else can I say other than join us or cry? GUIPodcast.com <laughs>